When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping, nasty natty, yeah we live it. Lit the crowd, hit the city loud, yeah we feasting now. Fit the pounce, make the city howl, now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnels, from the sideline to the huddle. Strikes we tatted on the jungle, when we flex that who they muscle on them. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the In the jungle, we unite in the Dripping orange and black and white, food day when we fight. Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by one of my best friends in the entire world, Kieran Horn, a.k.a. Pimp Day, a.k.a. Classic Only Season, a.k.a. My bruv, my blood, my dude. What's up, Karen? Fuck the Miami Dolphins. That's all I'm talking about. Fuck them hoes. I, I, I straight up disrespect this week. We're gonna be white tigers. We're just gonna fucking bomb on them. I don't want to hear no more about this little midget thumb looking dude. Fucking Tyreek Hill. Don't want to hear about the, some bullshit left-handed quarterback who ain't even left-handed. Dead. Dead well, team. That's, Dead that's, team. That's a great way to start the show. Fuck so them. that's the show. Uh, we'll talk uh, to you next week. No, that, that's like the thing, though. Like, obviously, there's a lot of storylines around this game. Obviously, the Dolphins just committing extreme negligence by letting Tua go back out there after what seemed like a pretty fucking hefty concussion. Tyreek Hill, like I said, dude's a thumb on legs. Just little dickhead gummy bear looking freak. Fucking hate that geezer. Tremaine Edmonds, pretty fucking good. Edmonds, whatever his name is, fucking running back. The defense. Chase, is, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, that's the one. Defense, very, very average. The, the story is that we're missing DJ Reader, but let's be honest, that offensive line is made out of the same material Ritz make their crackers from. I don't want to hear nothing about it. Hendrickson's going to be eating. Hubbard's going to be eating. Gunter, all of these men going to be eating. Logan Wilson, he's going to be so full after the game, he's going to have to catch a nap in the fucking locker rooms. Don't want to hear about none of this Miami Dolphins talk, yik yak bullshit. Fuck the Dolphins, fuck all of them. And oh, fuck I... that dumb little hoe who was running around the stadium talking about, oh, enjoy oh, the yeah. flight home to the Bills fans. Fuck that hoe. I hope he gets put to fucking sleep this week. Yeah, I, I was really hoping uh Chef Bills fan guy would have just laid him out. Like, you could tell, you could see it in his eyes. He Bro. wanted to, he's like, he He's was like, talking uh, reckless. He was entirely too comfortable no. talking shit to people. And that's the people that those are like, don't get in fights at games. Don't be those guys. But please don't be that guy that's just being a belligerent a-hole looking for some trouble for what clicks. Well, that phone buddy could have got shoved straight up your candy ass really quickly during that situation. Well, if, if he come walk up to me at a Bengals game talking all that shit, I'd slap the phone out of his hand and I'd 
slap the fucking dog shit facial hair off his face. Yeah. Talk to me like and that. he would deserve it. That's the thing. He would deserve it. Like, that's the thing. I don't promote violence, but man, sometimes if you're going to be like that, just bumping into people, being belligerent, like, you're going to get but it. Karma's going to get him. Karma's going to get him. If people are talking like that to me, I will promote violence all day. I will give you a two minute. Raid Shadow Legends ad read of violence for people like that. Fuck them. That's some bullshit. Entirely too comfortable speaking to other grown men like that. That's just, nah. Can't deal with that. Well, you know, Karen's basically my co-host because Derek, he likes to hop in on the on the chat. Training a new guy. I have to rewatch, remember. What? Let's rewatch. Yeah, Remember wear white. Okay, I got you. We're we're doing the white party. Everyone's rocking. I'm gonna rock up in a linen suit. I don't even have tickets for the game. I'm gonna rock up in a linen pantsuit and just straight baller. I am not. I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> uh, white jersey my, time. My big old butt is not even wearing white pants. Like I'm gonna have some jeans on. I'm gonna have a jersey. I may wear a white hat. That's that's all you get, people. You just imagine would, I, me in all white. I'd have just rocked up in my LSU jersey. That's the just way I travel to every LSU game is the straight up Borough Senior Day jersey. I give zero fucks that they're in, like, you know what I'm saying? That they ain't got a Bengals jersey on. I'll just rock up in the LSU jersey. So, all so, day. so George here said you couldn't slap yourself. Right. George is my boy as well. George is one of my best <laughs> friends. He's, he, he, had, he had to talk shit. I respect it. Well, that's why I put it up. I figured that, you know. That was East to East. East George You're is still right, upset right. that the cashier thought he was too young to buy a Red Bull earlier. Who you can't even buy a Red Bull, George? You got the rest of that. Mm. Oh, no, <laughs> that's what I mean, bro. We're talking shit about that grown man, full beard. Nah, you can't have Red Bull. Sorry, <laughs> what I'd have spun that fucking cashier, bro. Give me my Red Bull. I need that. So All right, let's. Look, so we kind of mentioned Tua. Let's start there, because if he doesn't play, it'll be Teddy B. The the comments coming out of Miami and their press conferences are conflicting. They're like, not a concussion. He's not in concussion protocol. But then Bro, their coach you can't today, tell me that, that but their coach a concussion. It, it seemed like it, right? But their coach today said, you know, if it was a normal week, he'd be pr- like questionable to play. They don't know whatever, and this is a short week, so. To me, that's almost trending like, oh, maybe we just won't play him. But at the same point in time, I have no idea. It's a big matchup. They're 3-0. I, I seriously wonder if when they took him to have a look at him, Tua did the classic player things like, yeah, no, I'm fine. And the team stupidly was like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Let him back out there. When If you can't yeah. even stand up properly without going jelly legs and almost falling over again, you know what I'm saying? Like, up, at that Robert? point, you've got to... It's game, it's week three, bruv. Just be in your head like, bro, we have got 17 game season and I'm going to let my quarterback brain get turned to jelly in week three just because I want to put up a couple extra points. Right. Stupid. Well, and Ted, Teddy B, should know, he should be like, come on, guys, don't do this because he's been that quarterback before that's, you know, trying been to absolutely cleared yeah. out. Yeah. We saw we saw when he got knocked out a couple times for the Vikings, and just yeah. ever since then he wasn't like really the same. When we talk about like physicality and that, so like, and why would you do that to to Tua, who like 
he's coming on and he's looking good. Like that's no hate. Like they look like they Six got a squad. Passing touchdowns in a game. Yeah, you can't like, snuff at that. And I think Cincy James put it better. Is the guy from the is the guy who blocked the punt with his fucking cornhole on IR? I was going to put it up too, Karen. That, that, that thing was probably more painful than my ring after the fucking one chip challenge. I was looking like <laughs> I was I was looking like Frodo the way I destroyed my ring. It was absolute insanity. That butthole was done for, boys. Bro, it must have looked like a Japanese flag. I was haggard, boy. That was bad times. <laughs> but yeah, that was an awkward play. But <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. I was trying to get a good breakdown. Okay, so their passing core does scare me also. Try to reel this back from from anal talk, um, which gets me in enough trouble. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle at wide receiver, and then Mike Gusecki at tight end. That- do, you know my, do you know my response to that? Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I'm Hayden not Hurt. talking that side of the ball yet. I'm talking our defense versus che- them because our defense has played great. But Cheeto, is- Apple, put Dax Hill out there. I want all of it. I want all the smoke. Tyreek had like 33 receiving yards fucking last week. Where was he, bruv? On his holidays, looking for like things on the sideline he could beat his kids with. Dead guy. I don't <laughs> want to hear. We're going to shut him down. We'll keep him under 50. That's all I'm talking about. I I uh I think he was too busy worried about his post game press conference of like oh who are we playing and then like oh Eli App you know that that looked like he was ready for that all week like come on bro, bro. he rehearsed that in the mirror fifty fucking times he had the timing down so well yeah he had the, like yeah oh it was a good promo. The the thing is as well, we've had to listen to Tyreek Hill all off season talk about oh Tua's Tua's better than Patrick and all this like fucking mega copium bullshit. But like if we look at it, like Tua Tua isn't like an elite passer like some of these other guys. Like yeah, he's looked great to start the season, but look at Tyreek Hill. Even when he was at the Chiefs uh, the previous year, he wasn't the deep ball guy. He was the guy you got into space in the middle of the field uh- and he makes shit happen. I would like, give Tyreek his credit. He's a hell of a receiver. Oh, hell of a receiver. But that doesn't change the fact that he wasn't used in deep ball situations for the, his last year in Kansas City. He was just a middle-of-the-field guy, create space sort of thing. So as long as we can keep guys over the top and just try and contain him, I think we'll be perfectly fine. I want Logan Wilson to hit-stick the fuck out of him. Yeah. Greg said play all three safeties. Okay. I think Dax could get some more looks, but I think the key there is with the third guy I mentioned, the tight end, Gasecki. I think that'll be Trey Flowers' matchup, like it was with Kelsey and all these people last year. When it came to a big tight end matchup, that was the guy you're putting out there. I mean, he's like 6'3", corner, slash kind of safety role. You can move him around. So if you're putting Dax at you know one of those spots, why not put the guy who is about three or four inches taller than Dax Hill? The problem is, though, with Gusecki, I don't know if it's just what it is, but he seems to just be able to hoover balls up with, like, one hand. Like, a ball will go within five yards of him, and he's got fingertips on it and reels it in with one hand. He's, like, absolutely one of the most incredible tight ends in the game. Does not get enough love, mainly because of the team he's on. But, like, yeah, just did you see this thing, Karen? 
No, Cheetah was eating Cheetos. We're talking about Cheetah. I, that, that would the... be fucking funny, though. That seems ja- like yeah, yeah. James, you, was that on Bagels.com? You're gonna have to send me a link or something. I'll get the Dean's comment here. Tua doesn't throw deep. He does. He does, but a lot of that's when they're behind or or here and there. Speed doesn't matter unless they get away after short. I I I've seen him throw deep though, like. They take their shots, you know. They kind of do the short, 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 and then they got him and Waddle that they can hit. So I yeah, have I, seen that, Dean, but I, but I know what you're saying. Waddle's going to be the guy to watch over the top because, like, that that's the problem with Tyreek Hill. He just is so fast. He is so shifty. Like I said, he draws he is, a lot of attention. Yeah, and because he's a foot tall, like that low center of gravity, he can really change speed real quickly, and he can really, like, wriggle out of what should be some, like, tackle situation. It's just, it's one of them things, man. Like, he's one of those players you just got to play to contain as much as you can and let, let the chips fall where the fuck they may with the other guys. Because we can probably keep somebody over the top of Waddle. You know, Gaseki, like I said, he's going to hoover balls in, but as maybe we put Trey on him, Trey Flowers. Yep. We've got options. I just hope the defense, look, we've got a very underrated defense. I think a lot of people are selling our defense short. I know, like, everyone was like, oh, Defense was fucking great first game of the season or whatever when we got fucking wanked off by Mitch Trubisky. Absolute dog shit game for us. But like the Jets game showed that hey, we, we can had, go we up. had five turnovers that game. That wasn't really like a defense suck. The defense No, that's what that. No, that's what I'm saying. People are were still being down on the defense that game when the defense were playing no. good. But got like because people were looking for to blame anyone but Joe. Which, like, let's be honest, when you throw five picks, it's on the fucking quarterback. Like, you know me. I am the biggest fucking Joe Burrow fan out of anyone in this fan base. I've got my 2019 national championship cap on, baby. I fucking love that dude. But past a certain point, you got to say, fuck feelings. The dude threw five picks, whatever, four he picks. He had a bad game. Gave away yeah. a fumble. He had a bad game. That's allowed to happen. Players are allowed to do that. So people were just looking for ev- any reason not to be like, oh, it wasn't Joe, it wasn't this, it wasn't that. But, like, facts is facts. Our defense looked very, very good. The offensive line is starting to pick up a little bit. And we've got the right players in the right positions to just fucking go on and win 15 games in a row now. Right. But can I say this? I feel like that's a problem in general, you know? You can't critique something without being a hater. You can't You can't give your opinion without being an asshole. Yeah, like, and I think... You walk a That's fine line stupid. as well. You walk a fine line, especially when it is players like Barrow who are beloved by the entire fan base. Well, it's not saying, think, hey, I'd rather have anyone else. It's saying yeah, like... No, that's what I'm saying. People get super game. defensive of it and you say like he had a bad game and people come at you like you question in his fucking character or something. So, But I just think with it's hard for fans to always be honest about their team's performance. Like I understand that. Like Sometimes you just want to be like... Oh, Fuck the other team. It was the refs. Whatever. Ifs, ands, buts, whatever. What if this happened? But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, we're at a point now where we've got to start winning consistently. I know we've got a great win against the Jets and the momentum's going to propel us forward. But what I don't want is for something to go wrong and then the entire fan base just fucking falls into disrepute and starts bickering with each other again. Because after those first two losses, that was fucking long-ass time on Twitter. Just people jawing at each other and fucking fans fighting with each other yeah and it's like it's cool don't get so negative but also you don't have to be like you're a shitty fan for not you know being as positive or like if someone's trying to critique something it goes a lot of ways like 
Because we'll go and moan at the Steelers fan base for not being realistic about their team. I think Antoine is just messing with me and having some fun because we had him on here last week. But no, I do special education, brother. So I do do multiple disabilities and I do a behavior unit. It's all mixed into one. I pour my heart in my job. This is my fun stuff. So, and then, you know, I get up every morning during the week and I, I pour my heart into the, uh, doing my job again. So that, that that's what I do for anybody that, you know, when it's like, Oh, he's a teacher, but he drinks. Oh yeah. I also work my ass off. Like just straight up. You, you're also not drunk in a classroom. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, <laughs> no, pe- pe- people no, I don't go to work energy. in the morning and like have a couple beers on my way to work. Yeah, people focusing energy in the wrong fucking places when they talk yeah. about that. That's what I'm telling you right now. People just need to quiet up. Yeah. That's how it is, bro. That's just, you know, how people be. Every, look, at the end of the day, though, you're doing a job 90% people wouldn't fucking be able to do. So. And I wouldn't trade it. Like, I wouldn't trade it. Like, I would love to be paid more money, but, you know, that's a different conversation for a different place. Like, a lot of teachers should be paid more. I work oh, with a yeah. lot of great teachers, you know, straight up. Uh, defense only going up 45 points in three games, so 15 a game. Reader does hurt. Prayers up for him. Yeah, uh, I don't know how you replace that. Like, I don't think it's going to hurt as much against the Dolphins as it will hurt when we play the Ravens the following week on Sunday Night Football. Because DJ eats up a lot of space on that line. A lot of people are like very concerned about him. You watch a lot of people making their pre-snap reads and protections. There's a lot of energy and attention focused on him. But even if we get someone like Gunter in there, who's just going to eat up those blocks maybe, and just maybe he'll get through a couple times and that will cause them to adjust their blocking schemes, then maybe, maybe we can get like a, like a, a semblance of a replacement on the line. But people saying he's gone for the season, people saying it, could just be significant time. I'm interested to see how the defense functions without him, though, because like everyone said, does play a big role. Yeah, he is playing at such an elite level, too. Uh, James mentioned when I was on uh, Sports of Strawberry Ice, my good friend Jeff Trenopoul show. If anyone hasn't checked it out, check it out. I'll be on there tomorrow. Check it out. Check it out. But uh, he was saying uh, it's typically like a two- to six-week injury, but they think this is more closer to the six weeks and. And then me and Jeff was talking about, okay, if it gets close to the bye week area that the Bengals have, yeah, give them the extra, like, week or two off, you know, through the bye week. Like, you want the big man to be healthy. Like, That's what we should have done with Collins. Let him get healthy before he came back. Yeah. So, so like Robert's saying, Reddit could be four to six weeks. So, most likely, let's just say it's six weeks or whatever. It takes us around the bye. takes us through the bye. Week you know. 10, 11. Yeah. I, and, uh, I would rather him take an extra couple of weeks to get back, but then come back at a hundred percent rather than come back at like 70% and then potentially re-aggravate someone and then play at 70% for the rest of the year rather than he misses a week and then comes back and plays a hundred percent for the rest of the season and into the playoffs and stuff. Cause he'll be bit if, if he's back in the playoffs, he'll be a big game changer for us in the playoffs. Yeah. I, either way, we've got to hold down these next like six, seven weeks without oh, him. we what need a, to go like, hard we need somebody to step up because i feel like we've already missed larry o a little bit like i know bj had a decent week with two fumble recoveries he's batted a pass down here or there but we're missing that pressure from 
the three tech spot that we were getting last year. Like BJ was better in a rotation than taking. We need Zach Carter. We need my guy Cam Sample. Somebody to slide in there a little more. Like Cam's playing good from DN. Maybe it's Hubbard that slides in. I was but about to say, like, who do you think is going to be able to fill that free tech role best on the roster right now? I think you gotta. I think you gotta test it out a little bit. I do. Like, unless you they know. The, I mean, you think for the first couple drives, just rotate guys, see who like. Well, gets, I mean, gets cooking. Well, the three tech, the five tech spot, fill and reader spot will be Tupo, especially early downs. But it's yeah. how do you how do you fill out your pass rushing downs, which can be second, third. If you got a lead, that's even on first downs. I think that could be. What about Gunner? You think he can eat up some? Shit Gunter's up more of a DN. He's a DN. Uh, I think it'll be Zach Carter. I think Cam Sample has the ability to slide in. I think Hubbard has the ability to slide in on like a a NASCAR package on third down that we used to have with uh, Gino and Carlos. Just Somebody was mentioning that last week. Bring the fucking fire! Yeah. I mean, their their offensive line isn't exceptional. Let's be honest; it's not great. Two is getting hit a lot back there, and if he's not in, Teddy Bridgewater's he's good. Like you know, he's a good game manager or whatever. But I don't think he's gonna like be some sort of X factor guy for them if he he's playing. Which I think he probably will do if the Miami Dolphins follow correct concussion protocol. Yeah, I don't think he'll be playing either. Yeah. Hey, Cameron. Hey, it's kids like you that make uh, teaching special ed kids worth it, you know? Because, I mean, you're just like any other kid. You just need your opportunity to shine, for sure. And, uh, yeah, Shelvin, yeah, I mean, uh, Karen could probably speak on this a little more than me, being an LSU guy. He's still young. I think he's on our practice squad, but... He's, he's so just, big, though, bruv. He's his like opportunities, so, though. His opportunities. He that being said, I saw him in camp, and it's the smallest I've ever seen him. And he was probably still 320. Like, he's just a... I'm pretty sure we used to... Like, when LSU made his jerseys, we had to custom order him from people who make grill covers. That's just, like, how big of a fucking dude he is. I just, I just, I just don't know if he possesses <laughs> the athletic ability. Right, they make grill I, I covers? He's a big boy, is what I'm saying. Is this bro. true, or is this just another? No, I'm just, I'm just making a hilarious observation. Oh, I was like, that would be a great story if they really had. I'm, a... I'm a comedy genius like that, but like, yeah, it's, you are it's, funny. <laughs> like, we, we, he's, I don't know, man. I think he's too big to play play in the NFL. He would, I think, if he cut like forty pounds and got like below three hundred. And just went on pure athleticism. I think but, it'd be a lot better. But I mean, Reader's like that's the thing. Reader's 340, and he's not like super tall guy. Like, yeah, but you look at his frame; it's a lot more balanced. Bro, but, Shelvin, Shelvin looked like an exercise ball with a jersey wrapped on him. He, <laughs> he was not like his top heavy. He doesn't look. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he looked like yeah. a meatball on two cocktail sticks. He wasn't like built yeah. equally. So. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like meatball on two cocktails. <laughs> yeah, but you know uh, what I'm saying. Like he might. This he is mu- from an LSU fan, people. I get what we're saying. Anything about that team? So it's. 
I don't know, man. I just think we're in a really precarious spot right now, and the DJ Reader injury isn't helping. But I think, you know, the Dolphins are going to get caught out eventually. We've seen the areas they are sloppy in, the areas we can take advantage of them. And if we don't take advantage of them, then we got to have a serious look at what the coaches are fucking watching in film. Well, I mean, uh, the Ravens should have beat them. You know, that took a hell of a comeback. Uh, kind of like the Jets had the hell of a comeback against the Browns same week. We handled the Jets. Can we go do the same with the Dolphins? I think we got a good shot to do it. Like, what do you have a prediction for the game? I think we're going to win, but I think it's going to be close. I don't. I think it's going to be a real scrap. I think possibly could go to OT, but I think it's going to be a real fucking scrappy game. I think it's going to get real dirty. Ah. There's going to be some late hits on both sides, and there's going to be a lot of jawing, especially with Eli. If he gets matched up with Tyreek at all, and even if they're not, they're still going to be jawing like the other secondary guys and the receivers. You saw how Chase was talking to fucking Sauce. Yeah, I I respect that, but Sauce is a bad motherfucker, so I don't know if that's the guy you want to mess with. See, I was like. But here's the problem with that. It doesn't come down. That's why I laughed a second ago. It doesn't come down to McPherson. It comes down to the whole operation. But but no, but that's the thing. If we look about it, the whole reason we invested in this offensive line is so it wasn't no. coming down to fucking Did McPherson. We miss it? Did we miss another field goal? Hey, we got that dude in there now who kind of looks like Cooper Cup or fucking Mo Schrute, you know? Beard, no mustache guy. He's all right. The cow automitis? Yeah. But I heard it wasn't a great snap on the one. And you, and you look at dude's name, bro. Like, he's named like a fucking superhero in some fucking, like, DC comic, bro. Yeah, but Clark Harris is a real-life hero, a.k.a. my best friend, Karen. You just like him because he's got a handlebar mustache and long hair. That's Let's be real. He's an incredible guy. One of, one he's a nice guy as well. I didn't realize how fucking big he was. Yeah, he's like he's a, six five. Yeah, he was a tight end at Rutgers, like getting like seven eight hundred receiving yards and like five tutties in college. You know, he came in the like, league. He got drafted as a tight end. Like, he's a big boy. He's got a bit of Dan Campbell about him. I like that. All right. So Greg said the snap was bad. Thank you. And yes, BG, we do miss 46. He's right here, always above me. Always always watching the show. Love that guy. But you know, we got Carol Androdromedus or whatever the fuck his name is. I can't When your own it. sister calls you out on your man crush. <laughs> your si- your You're right, Kim. You're, You're right. I have a man crush on Clark Harris. I know you kiss that jersey on your wall every night before you go to sleep. I don't, but I should. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's the that's the good luck charm now. Dale's got to go kiss the Clark Harris before every field goal. Well, I don't I don't know what to do, you know. Like You think he comes back next year? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because there's, well, there's a couple... not Cincinnati, it'll be somewhere else. He's not going out like that. C- couple guys on our special teams. I'm not sure if they're, you know, ready to come back next next year. Like Huber's everybody say one. everybody say hi to my mom. Hi, Dad's mom. She hasn't been doing real great lately. Uh, she's been struggling, but she is a uh, fantastic woman. And I love her with all my heart. And, uh, you know, you'll you'll see Dad again soon, Mom. 
I love you. I love you. We love you, Mom. But yeah, what we gotta do? Um, do you think Huber and Cl- like? Obviously, you said you think Clark's there next year. Do you think Huber's there next year? No, because. I could see him drafting. I could see them drafting a punter, though, because like we're, the way they haven't trusted Drew Chrisman for two years. If there's a guy that they kind of like, uh, I could uh, I could see them drafting. I'm, I'm I'm just telling you. I'm so happy we didn't go after that fucking guy that Bill's got, Matt Arazia. Yeah, I'm so. The, and the thing was, people was just. Here's the thing, and this is how easy it is to fool people in the media now. You could be a punter who just has a big leg, but you can't directional punt. And let's be honest, in the NFL, you need to be able to directional punt. That's what Huber is really, really good at. He might not have the biggest bombs, but the accuracy on it is very, very important. The way he turns the ball over. But that's how you fool the media. You put a shooter sleeve on, you flex a couple times, retweet something from Barstool Sports, people think you're a fucking genius. When in actual fact, you couldn't do half the shit you should be able to do as a punter. But I still think we should fucking just, you know, get, go to the Steelers, give them, I don't know, a, a seventh round pick and take Presley Harvin off their hands. That's a big boy I want kicking the ball for us. Ah, but they're they're not going to give him up, though. They don't have another punter in the pipeline. Fuck it. Give him a first rounder. We don't need to draft any more talent. <laughs> Stop it. No, Hubert's right. definitely here for the season. Uh, Christmas still on the practice squad. He could get called up at some point, but I just feel like that at some point they're going to want somebody with a bigger leg consistently. Huber will Christmas drop got a the same here and there. Christmas has the same problem as like a lot of young punters. When I saw him at camp, absolute bombs. Don't get me wrong; he's got great bombs, turning the ball over all good. But he, the accuracy is shot. Like he can't put the ball where the team wants him to put the ball. Like Clark Harris. Not Clark Harris, fucking um, Kevin Huber wanted to. He could put the ball out of bounds every single kick. He's very, very accurate with the ball, which I really like. I think that's a big advantage to him over almost anyone else right now. And he knows the system. He's got very, very good rapport with the guys, obviously now working with a new long snapper. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna keep this one uh, a little short, but could you do a fire them up for me? What? Well, what do we wait? Do I need to do an accent this time? No, nah, just you, <laughs> and you, man. You always I, crush it. I always tell you, like I, 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 I just fucking say what I said at the beginning of the show. Two no, is... no, no, no! You're gonna let me run the graphic. I, I, and then get get us hype, you know, get us hype. You've got 47 seconds to get ready to get us hyped for Thursday Night Football. White Tiger game. Come on, Kieran. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. You know where you are.
This is what I'm going to talk to you about this week and fire him up. Let's be honest, bruv. This is a pack of dumb dolphins who are so fucking stupid they keep getting trapped and ending up at fucking SeaWorld against a group of apex fucking predators. Bengals, white tigers, Siberian tigers, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We're going up against a stupid group of fucking mammals who get captured in SeaWorld every fucking week and can't even breathe even though they live underwater. Stupid fucking porpoise asses having bullshit. We've got Tyreek Hill, like I said already, looks like a fucking thumb at Spy Kids. You know those fucking dickheads running around in pajamas. He's a dickhead. Tua, writes with his right hand, throws with his left because he's fucking clapped. Everyone on that team is fucking done for. I am telling you right now, we are going to beat the piss out of the Miami Dolphins. No ifs and buts. No rare tear tear. No blah, blah, blah. No fucking bullshit. I've had enough with their talking. I've had enough with their fans. I've had enough with, oh, Tua's legit. Fuck that. That's bullshit. You saw what Joey B did to Tua when he was in fucking Alabama. You see what, what he's going to do to him now in fucking South Beach, Miami. Fuck them hoes. Let's go! <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I'm Fuck ready. Him. I'm ready. Can we play right now? Bro, that's what I'm talking about. You ever seen a dolphin walk on land? Bullshit. But you seen a fucking tiger swim. That's what I'm saying. Any Anywhere they want it, they can get it. We're going to treat these motherfuckers like SeaWorld. There's going to be a bunch of abused dolphins out on the field begging oh. for fucking mercy. Fuck them. This is bullshit. I've had enough. We didn't of... start SeaWorld, sorry. For Bro, a... they're fans. They are talking Whatever. reckless. You got big meatball looking dudes walking around their stadium talking about enjoy the flight home like he ain't gonna see that dude next week when he serves him at the CVS fucking counter. Bullshit. <laughs> Don't come with that disrespect for us because you will get clapped up. We will spin your jaw side like fluoride, Listerine 24 hour mouthwash protection. I don't want to hear it. Fuck them. All of them. They're hoes. Tell them in the chat who they. Fuck them hoes. All right. Karen will be on with Strawberry Ice tomorrow at 5.30. I have brew jackets at 7.30. And I do believe uh, Blind Tiger Show is kicking off now at 7, so three minutes in. Hey, whatever. Consume your content how you want to consume your content. Enjoy your life. Everybody do your own thing. And you I appreciate every brew jackets, though. That is the best show tonight. I do appreciate everybody that tunes into anything. I might be in hysterical crying by then. Who knows? It's been it's been a it's been a week. But I love y'all and I appreciate even the emotional support y'all give me. Straight up. All love. Who day? Who day, brother? Get it. Cincinnati jungle fitted. Who day in our house? We win it. Orange and black and white. We build it. Earned our stripes. You know we kill it. Bleed our colors. Jungle dripping. Nasty natty. Yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd. Hit the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the pounce. Make the city howl. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel. From the sideline to the huddle. Stripes we tatted on the jungle. When we flex that who they muscle on. Stripes. Cincinnati. We gon' rise in the Now who got a move I can on? Now who 